Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. I don't have time to talk to anybody today. I'm doing my map. Basically, trying to figure out an electoral map where you plug in who you think is going to win each state is what adults do to remind themselves of the days where they used to color. Right? They grabbed the coloring book and they, you know, some the rich kids had the 128 pack, but the rest of us had like the, the 10, you know? Uh, we didn't have peach in our crayons. And I'm trying to play this map. I'm trying to figure it out. What seems rational? What seems legitimate? The only legitimate thing I know is that the polls have tightened. I've been waiting. I've been wondering, when will the polls tighten? Well, they've started. And in that starting, that is very, very good news for Donald Trump. It's exactly what he needed. Desperately, desperately needed is for the opportunities to exist. And they do. You take a look at the Real Clear Politics average, and you will see that on the on the national side, that national polling, it's down to a spread of seven point six. The battlegrounds to a three point one. That latest polling from the Hill has Biden plus four, twenty three hundred and fifty nine likely voters with a two margin of error, forty nine forty five. Okay. You take a look at Rasmussen, 1,500 likely voters with a 2.5, it's Biden plus one. The overall is Biden up by seven. But that's not what it's about now, is it? It's never been what it's about. It's about the battlegrounds where Florida shows Biden up by one. The last two polls has Trump up by three in the Trafalgar poll and Biden up by three in the Hill poll. Pennsylvania? where Insider Advantage had Trump up two, Quinnipiac has Trump up seven, and The Hill has, I'm sorry, Biden up seven, and The Hill had Biden up five, is 3.6. Why does that matter, 3.6? That's the Biden spread right now in Pennsylvania? Because 3.6 is basically double... Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was up 1.9 at the end. Trump won it by 0.7. If we believe that the secret Trump voter, the shy Trump voter is is a real thing, there's great opportunity here for Donald Trump. Right now, there's just opportunity. And you have to be clear that Donald Trump needs what he needs. He needs Pennsylvania or he needs Michigan and Wisconsin. He needs North Carolina or he needs Arizona and Nevada. And there are some people who are giving him all three. And I got to tell you, I don't see it. What I see is a pathway to opportunity. There is real opportunity. And I stick with my gut. I am there that I think Trump is going to win this election. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Let me give you one interesting piece of information. Joe Biden is going to Minnesota. He's in Wisconsin right now. Sorry? He's, He's uh, hitting up Des Moines, Iowa, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Minnesota today. Right. But NBC two days ago said one of the strangest things you're ever going to hear. They said that Texas 
has now been moved to a toss-up. Texas is 38 electoral votes, guys. Minnesota is 10 electoral votes. Joe Biden is going to Minnesota. Now, let's make, uh, uh, just, just for the sake of, of, of you know our friendship, let's have a little argument, all right, for lack of a better word. Let's say you are a complete and total political neophyte. You don't know nothing about politics. You don't want to pay attention to politics. Everybody in politics is completely and totally crazy, and the people who follow politics clearly have a mental disorder. You might be right about that. You might be right about that. Here's the question. Texas has 38 electoral votes. Minnesota has 10. Where would you put the top of the ticket guy? Where would you put him? What matters more, 38 or 10? If it's a toss-up and you have a chance to win it, isn't that where you put your time and attention? Kamala Harris can go to Texas all she wants. It's not the top of the ticket guy, unless, of course, you're a believer that the Democratic Party knows that Kamala Harris might actually be the draw. Can you imagine such a thing? Kamala Harris is the draw. I put forth to you that going to Minnesota is knowing that Texas isn't in play. The last four polls... Trump plus five from University of Houston. Quinnipiac says it's a tie. New York Times, Siena polls, Trump plus four. The UMass poll is Trump plus one. That is Trump up 2.3. And what does that tell me about Democrats in Texas? You don't have the votes. You don't have the votes. (laughs) Just saying. That's what it tells me. I don't say to you, this is a cakewalk. I don't say to you, oh, this race is over. Far from it. What I say to you is, I see the polls tightening. That's what I was looking for. I wanted to see if it would play out in the same exact way that 2016 did. Now, the one thing you can say that's different and complete honesty is very, very important. Hillary Clinton is much more unlikable than Joe Biden. And Hillary Clinton's uh, leads were never as big. Joe Biden has more comfort in the polls. The question is, do you believe them? Do you believe them? Let me give you an example. Here's Michigan. I said on this show, I have said on TV, I think Michigan is out of reach. Maybe I'll be wrong. If you take a look at the last five. No, last. we'll do the last four. The last four polls, because they, they, they all ended the same. No, I'll do the last five. It's easy. The Reuters poll, with a margin of error of four, had Biden plus nine. The Detroit News poll, with a margin of error of four, had Biden plus seven. The New York Times Siena poll, with a margin of error of 3.8, had Biden plus eight. The Mitchell Research poll, with a margin of error of 3.6, had Biden plus 10. Trafalgar Group. 1,058 likely voters, margin of error 2.9, Trump up 2. That's interesting. And if you tell me Biden is up 10 in a state where no other polling outfit is giving those level of double digits over the past week, 
Well, I'll tell you, that's as crazy as ABC News telling me that Biden is up 17 in Wisconsin. He's not. He's absolutely positively not up 17 in Wisconsin, and every rational person knows it. As a matter of fact, Trafalgar Group, 2.9 margin of error on 1,082 likely voters. Biden plus one. Biden plus one, which puts him at 6.4. Now, you got to include, they include the 17 in there, right? They include the plus 17 from the ABC poll. So when they do the average, the average is he's up 6.4. Hillary Clinton was up 6.5. And Trump won the state by almost a full percentage point. So put Wisconsin back in play, people. Let's take a look at what happens in polling in Michigan over the weekend. By the way, if Trump wins Pennsylvania and Trump wins Wisconsin, Trump's got this election. Now, admittedly, certain things I do have in, in, in already a column. Trump takes Florida, Trump takes Georgia, and Trump takes North Carolina. I think the polling does show, and I think the numbers in the ground field does show that Trump takes Ohio. I don't believe that Trump gets Michigan. I still don't believe it. I don't believe Trump gets Minnesota. In this configuration that I have, a legitimate configuration, where Arizona goes for Trump, but Nevada goes for Biden. Biden gets Colorado and New Mexico. Biden, of course, gets Virginia, and he gets Michigan, he gets Illinois, he gets all the usual suspects. He even gets that weirdo electoral vote in Nebraska. Hey, guys, they, they, the rest of the country is like, we don't understand what's happening here. Why, why is Nebraska striped? Why is Maine striped? Be, because it is. Because it is. I have Trump at 288 electoral votes, giving Iowa to Trump. Now, by the way, people ask, because he, he was in Omaha the other day, right? People are like, what is he doing in Omaha? Well, A, the weirdo electoral vote, because it, I tell me if I have it wrong, my, my, my dear Huskers. It goes by district, right? It goes by district. And so you, you, you've got one district that could go the other way. All the other states, it's like winner take all except for Maine. But in, in, in Nebraska, it goes by district. And that's why you can have this kind of split of electoral votes. So I'm, I'm putting that in Biden's column just for the sake of the argument. It doesn't mean that I'm right, right? Don't listen to me on that one. But I do believe that Trump is going to take Iowa, and I thought that was one of the reasons he was in Omaha, because of the bleed over in, into uh, Iowa markets, right? Two birds, one stone. I have Trump at 288 electoral votes right now. I have Trump at 288. I have seen people who want to put Trump at about 340 electoral votes. Winning Michigan and 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 winning Minnesota and winning Nevada. Uh, um, no. Winning Colorado. I'm sorry, I don't see it. I absolutely don't see it. I'm not saying it isn't possible. I'm saying I don't see it. But earlier this week, I didn't see where the map could go. 
I think from today's numbers, it's starting to play itself out. Now, the numbers are not the only part of the story. There are other bits of data that are worthwhile, and some of it is the anecdotal. I have been through the ringer on what it is I've been watching. The media hate and the lies. I mean, they, they hate Trump. They'll make, any, they'll make anything up. They'll say anything. It's, it's despicable. But am I talking about media amplifying a small crowd of people or a large crowd of people? And the answer is, I think media is amplifying a fair number of people who really do hate Donald Trump. But they're amplifying it in such a way that it's trying to drown out the people who are clearly enthusiastic about him. Right? There is enthusiasm about Trump. Then there are the people who are like, I'm just not voting for those socialists and are voting for Trump, right? I'm fine with Trump. He doesn't bother me like he bothers other people. Some things about him bother me. But I'm also not voting for those socialist crazies. I'm not having any part of that. I refuse to do anything to promote Kamala Harris having control of my life. I say that clearly and without any reservation. So people vote in all sorts of ways. Then there's this. This is black voter support. This came out yesterday. Rasmussen, showing that 31% of likely black voters would vote for President Trump if the election were held today. That was up from 27% on Monday and 30% on Tuesday and Wednesday. Black voters going for Trump. Now, it's not true of every black voter. I have spoken to black voters like, I think Trump's a racist. I flat out won't vote for him. Okay. I think you're wrong, but okay. The numbers are the numbers. Are they true? Hold on to that, because let's get to the one from the Wall Street Journal. This was a poll done by Telemundo. And what they discovered is, in Florida, in the state of Florida, the Hispanic vote is 48-43 Biden. Now, you might say to me, wait, he's not leaning with Hispanic voters? First, note the difference between Hispanic voters and Cuban-American voters. They view it as different, because they are different blocks. Right now, in, amongst Cuban Americans in Florida, Trump leads Biden 71 to 23. Why does that matter? Because in 2016, from the exit polls, the Cuban American vote was 54% Trump, 41% Clinton. He has added nearly 20 points on the Cuban American vote. And when we take a look at the 48-43, sure, Joe Biden's ahead. But I ask you, whatever said or whoever said or whatever gave anyone the idea that he has to win the totality of the Hispanic vote? What is the percentage of the vote that he needs to peel off? I have always equated that number to 10%. If he can get 10% of the black vote, which the Democratic Party has taken for granted for as long as I've been alive, and he gets 10% of the Hispanic vote. That's victory. That's victory. I would argue that that the move, the the conversation from Ice Cube, the conversation from from uh, Fifty Cent, although he's now going back on everything he said. Lil Wayne, uh, the rapper, met with Trump, said it was a great meeting, and talking about the platinum plan. It's it's the plan for Black America, and I have not dug too into it. Uh, I, I will admit. But what Ice Cube said is, listen, this isn't about whether or not I like somebody. It's whether or not I can work with somebody and get something that I need. That's pragmatic. Now, I'm still upset with Ice Cube for his support of Louis Farrakhan. I'm not, I am not down with that. And no one should be. No one should be. 
It should be a constant discussion right at him. He don't scare me none. As I often say, he's a long way from his Compton days. But he sees the world the way it is. He sees the world where this is how it is, and now what do I do to get what it is I'm looking for? And guys like Lil Wayne may very well see it the same way. I'm not saying I'm fans of their music or fans of any other part of their politics. I believe so much of what we're seeing from the black vote is about economics. What have we discussed? This is the first generation of black Americans that has wealth to leave to their children. Republicans have missed an entire opportunity to engage this conversation. The Democrats want more taxes. The Democrats want the wealth taxes. The Democrats want the death taxes. The Democrats want the estate taxes. You're a black man or a black woman with wealth to leave to your kids. Now you've got something in common with the Midwest farmer who best of luck trying to leave the family farmer to the grandkids, the family farm to the grandkids, best of luck. And right now there are people all across the Midwest shaking their head. I'm straight. Tony's right. You've got something in common with Lil Wayne. Welcome to the connectivity. Capitalism, ain't it something? Taxation is theft. And here you have a party, the Democratic Party, that wants the theft. Why? Because you need to be helped. But capitalism, I was able to help myself. Maybe it came a little late. See, that's an okay conversation. Right? That's a conversation. But here it is. The system does work when allowed to work. Without government impediments. The rapper and the farmer have more in common than we ever imagined. 31% of the black vote. Massive spread amongst Cuban Americans in Florida. A very tight matchup in terms of Hispanic support. These are all good signs. Ty goes to the runner, and I believe Ty goes to Trump. Tight race goes to Trump. As for uh, my my numbers, my map has it at 288 electoral votes for Donald Trump. You need 270 to win. As a matter of fact, you can actually go to 270to-win.com, 270to-win-to, 270to-win.com, and you can do your own. It's a lot of fun. It's it literally, it's, it's, it's a coloring book. It is. And you can create all sorts of horrific, Horrific scenarios like, you know, 269 to 269, which can happen, in which case the House of Representatives decides who the president is. Yeah. Yeah. While you're getting ready for Election Day, make sure you get all the bourbon. I'm Tony Katz.